When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's say hello and happy new year to Garrett Wilson, who joins us right now for the Garrett Wilson Report, brought to you by Corona. Corona. Man, voice is breaking down. Sansone that's because you, you so emotional to, to, to see Garrett. You ain't <laughs> seen him in a while. You know what I'm saying? You was on vacay. I'm you know what I'm saying? Up. Get yeah. emotional. Ten top brands, over 2,000 vehicles, one place, Sansone Automall in Woodbridge. I, I am caught up, though, because it's been a while. Garrett, um, happy holidays, happy new year. Good to see you. Happy new year to y'all, man. Man, you Good should get a kid. Congratulations on a thousand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, that, that's that's a big thing. You know, How, do, do you know the history of a back to back thousand yard receivers with the Jets? Do you are you familiar like the rarefied air that you put yourself in? <laughs> yeah, I am now. I saw I saw the uh, the graphic they made for me. You know, I had it up top. So yeah, you know, it's cool. It's really cool. Appreciate that. And just think, you're the only person to do it with eight quarterbacks. <laughs> for, the re- for the record, everybody, Garrett is staying quiet, right? Now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, God bless you, man. You need you need a Nobel Peace Prize, man. Bro, like I say, I man, you, you've, had the, you've, had the ru- you've had the roughest thousand yard list. You get them, boy. I'm telling you, you make you break your work hard for your money. But we expect and we anticipate that they're going to be easier and smoother for you to get your next 1,000 yards, hopefully from our lips to God's ears. You know what I'm saying? You get some of those easy throws, some of those pinpoint accuracy throws. You get some of those highlights, those easy double moves, sluggos type of joints, man. But listen, I have to tip my cap off to you because you remind me of a dude. Like the 1,000 yards you got, I, I was around like with the Ravens, and we had a receiver that you may know or may not know. We, we call him Axel Foley because he's from Detroit. Uh, he went to Mumford High School, the same as uh, Beverly Hills Cop. But uh, uh, I didn't Derek know there was actually a Mumford High. I thought that was made up. Yeah, Mumford. Was really? Yeah, a Mumford, Mumford yeah, High Mumford, School. Yeah, Mumford. My bad. Mumford. Anyways. Derek Mason, like okay. Derek Mason. Okay. Derek Mason yeah. run an out, up, comeback, stop, and go, like all for ten yards. You'd be like, <laughs> like, damn, fall. The, the quarterback, like, man, just catch the ball, there, man. I ain't, I ain't about to be doing all that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we. He's playing with Kyle Bowler, man. Yeah, Derek Mason, like, you know, was great when he went to um with the Titans, but um he was really special and integral in the success for my um ra- my Raven years. He was a true professional. And that's one of the greatest uh compliments I can give to somebody, how you carry yourself and how you go about your business. You never complain. You know, you could complain because, you know, you talk about how you see all these other receivers getting wide open throws, man. But you go up there and you fight for it, man. You ain't the biggest dude, man, but you got a big heart, man. So, you know, from Jet fans and myself in this station, man, we want to congratulate you. We understand that, you know, it was not all 1,000-yard receiving seasons are created equally. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Bart. You know, that was kind, my man. I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful to, you know, for the way it happened and, and um, you know, to get to the landmark. You know, it's uh, it's special to me. So hopefully, keep it going. You know, for everybody listening, just let me for everybody listening because they might not understand. So, so what what Garrett was able to achieve this season, which again is remarkable, all things considered, 
was consecutive 1,000-yard receiving seasons in his first two years as a Jet. Never been done. And would also, the first first time a Jet receiver has had consecutive 1,000-yard seasons since, believe it or not, Keyshawn Johnson back in 1999. And that is yeah. that's how long it's been since the Jets have had a receiver of that caliber. And yeah. again, and I texted Keyshawn about it, and Keyshawn just said they're still trying to replace me, which of course is typical Keyshawn. Exactly. But I said, but Key, uh, you had Vinny Testaverde thrown to you. <laughs> you know, this kid's had a lot, and and, he, and Keyshawn did give you all all the props and all the credit for what it's it's not easy, Garrett. I know it's not easy to talk about, but these two years and everything going on at the quarterback position. You said something I thought really stood out to me, and that is that you're going into this offseason after having incredible success for yourself personally. You said this offseason for you is going to be the, is, did you say the hardest one? That most, you're going to make it the toughest one on you? Why is that? Um, yeah, just because, you know, it hasn't been good enough. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's a standard that I got to play. You know, it's a thousand yards. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it to me, but. You know, it's really cool to have. It doesn't feel like it at all. You know, I, I uh, have a, a vision of how playing football, you know, should look when I'm doing it, and and you know, I gotta, I gotta make that a reality. So, you know, I gotta approach the offseason with with that intention. So, um, you know, that's where I came from. Uh, yeah, you know, that's all. And, you know, year three is usually where body and mind comes together. The game t- totally slows down. This will be your first time since you got into the NFL that you're going to be playing underneath the same system. So the nuance and the verbal and non-communication should, you know, go to the next level. Um, let's get into this week, right, because you still have an opportunity to add to this total. Uh, one thing about the Patriots and watching them, they aren't giving up. But, um, you know, some people, you know, I know they never come from a, from a player you, know, you talk about draft capital and all that stuff. That means nothing to the current team. That's that's more upstairs administrative. But man, we talked about this early in the season, trying to get that you know the the the, the losing streak that you inherited. Is that even like when you play the last game? Sometimes it's tough to find motivation. But is is that enough motivation you think to get the best out of all the guys? You know what I mean? As everybody knows that it's the maybe the last time, or it's going to be the last time that this group is ever going to be together like this ever again. Yeah, no, 100%. We're going to go out there and, and, and give it our all, bro. We can care less about, um, like you said, you know, the, the upstairs worries about the draft capital. We want to, you know, go out there and win the game. You know, um, there's a competitive spirit about all of us that's not going to let us, you know, go out there and, and play with um, bad intentions, man. We got to go out there and play, you know, our best game just because it is our last game. We got to go in the offseason feeling good about ourselves. We We lost our last game. So just to get this taste out of our mouth and, you know, end that streak with the Patriots um, that it seems like I've been talking about, you know, a few times last time we played them. What was that, week two? It's actually yeah. been a friend. It felt like it. Yeah, it's been for so it, it was last year. Let's just say that it was last year. It essentially, it was last year. But you're right. And that, that game, we remember, it was raining and the whole thing, and uh, and it did not go well. And, you know, still. Um, it's amazing yeah. how fast. Do you look at this now? Because last year – had a, a similar thing where you guys had had some success in Felca, and then all of a sudden it's like you blink, four weeks go by, and, and now all of a sudden everything's over with. Does this feel like that too, or does this feel like the longest season of your life? Uh, No, this season seems quick, man. You know, lo- last season seems like the longest season, I would say, just because it's my rookie year. But, yeah. um, you know, this season seems quick in a sense that, 
you know, we had aspirations to be playing into, you know, into January, into February. So, um, you know, with this being the last week, my body still feels good. You know, it's, it's kind of weird. You know, it's uh, I'm used to playing, you know, one of the last games and we're going to get to that point, man. We're going to get to that point next year. We're going to be we're going to be playing at, uh, you know, this time of the year, you know, some meaningful games. And, uh, you know, that, that's that's the, the goal around here. And that's how we got to you know, go out and attack it this offseason. Is that the mood? Like, because like, we all understand with with Aaron Rodgers and the reality of he could have tried to come back this year. Obviously he's not. But the reality is he will be there next year. And he actually is committed for two years. That's what he said. I, I got to give the two years. So does that take away some of the sting of how this season has gone? Like, is there a part of you that it's like, let's just get to this. Let's get to the offseason. Let's get to next year because you can feel good again about the the possibilities and the potential of what this offense could look like with a guy like him under center. Um. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to, to get, you know, back playing with Aaron, man. I am 100%. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take anything off from this season. You know, we we lost him and, and that sucked early in the season. And, um, you know, it kind of just reminds you that that you can't take anything for granted in this league. You got to approach every offseason, like, you know, put it on yourself in a way. You know, like you're the number one man. And if everyone in that, you know, in the facility has that mindset, that it's going to be on them. It's it's going to fall on them. You know, us being where we want to be is is on this workout that they're having is, you know, the way we're, we're going to get to where we want to go. You know, the people go down during seasons and, you know, who knows, you know, who knew, who knows what, what can happen. So, um, yeah, man, that kind of just, you know, it keeps, it keeps me humble, you know, honestly, is, is what it keeps me. It keeps me from looking too far into the future. Um, you know, I got to, you know, like I keep saying, I got to just approach this thing the right way day by day and, and you know, make sure that I'm ready for when my numbers call. You know, you're you, you're a young player, but you're already emerged as a leader on the squad. Um, I understand probably when you think about the future of this team, it kind of is going to be the partnership between the Jets and Aaron Rodgers as far as going forward personnel. But before that, like, is it some type of subcommittee that you guys have as an offense to kind of talk about? what type of pieces that you guys need moving forward because it's not disrespectful in my opinion to say hey man this guy can help us whether it's a Mike Evans whether it's a um, Devontae Adams whether it's a Calvin Ridley whatever we all talk about you know teammates right like I, I, I famously gave back funny enough I honestly gave back money to the Jets to go get um, Namdi Asmaw or whatever his name is always his name <laughs> Namdi right he gave up money you can't even say his name the yeah, least you yeah, can do yeah. is say his name no, nah, hell no. He didn't give me no money back, and he married to a he married to a damn uh, actress. He married to uh, the 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 president, whatever you know. What I'm talking. About. Go ahead. But yeah, like like I gave back money to get him. We didn't get him, and we ended up getting Antonio Cromartie. But they never gave my money back. I'm like, hey man, I gave my, I gave back two million dollars, man, for to go get this player. I ain't get him. What's up with that? Yeah, but whatever. That's another story for a different day. But what I'm saying is how players have influence, and you guys understand that. It's going to be not just Aaron Rodgers' responsibility to go out and kind of recruit players and let them know about your program, but it's going to be yours as well. But, you know, you're going to have an opportunity to maybe pick your number two receiver because we know that they tried to trade for Devontae Adams, but if that doesn't work, then you got to go down. You know, T. Higgins is out there. Tyler Bohr, it's it's great players out there. Gabe Davis. You know, how active would you be in, like, uh, maybe, you know, you guys getting together as an offense and speaking about, you know, what you guys need or want 
and targeted free agents that you want. Because last year, famously, you, Sauce, and and um and Brees, you know, campaigned for Aaron Rodgers, and you made it happen. So clearly, you guys have that type of appeal. Um, yeah, you know, I always have my opinions on, you know, what can help the team. Um, um, just draft Ohio State players, and you'll be good. I yeah, you know, just. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you know that's kind of how things work. You draft from winning teams, you draft from winning programs. They, they know what it what it's like, you know. And that's I've always had my feelings about that. Um, as far as you know, us getting together and meeting, um, maybe you know I, I feel like we talk about stuff like that naturally throughout the locker room and the shop, you know, whatever it may be. We yeah. just talk stuff like that, um, and we have our ideas, and then. You know, we see each other during the offseason. You know, I'm going to run into some of those guys that you named, you know, and I'm going to make sure to, to you know, put in put in my work, put in my side, hold, you know, hold my end of the bargain as far as trying to get those guys to come play with us. But, um, yeah, you know, I let upstairs do what they do. What they do. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to try and recruit whoever, you know, I, I think can help just because that's how I am. That's how I've always been. You know, since I was a young kid, it's always been that way. We've always – you know, been around the guys that we play against and, and you try and bring us all together at some point. But um but yeah, man, I just gotta focus on being the best version of me so that, you know, when the when we do bring these guys in, we're ready to roll and and um, you know, we got everything that we that we need and you know in our facility. And you gotta keep receipts from this year too, don't you? I mean, have you have you has that been something as well, knowing that how the season went and from the start and all the anticipation and the coverage and all that until the end. I mean, is is this a type of season where we heard it all and we'll we won't forget this next year when you know when they're healthy and when you're healthy and whole again? Any of that stuff play into your mind this year? Um, yeah, you know, you get a lot of um, people talking trash because you know they can, and uh, and that's fine. You know, uh, I know I like to talk a lot of trash, you know, personally, so I can never never take it too personal. Um, you know, I always know that, you know, I'm going to get what I get back is how I always see it. And, and um, you know, whether that's now, whether that's next year or down the road, at some point I'm going to get it, you know. And, um, you know, I always play this game with a chip on my shoulder to make sure I get that so I can, you know, hold my end of, of talking trash because, um, you know, it's a fun game we play. And, and you know, at, at the end of the day, those dudes have their right to say so. Um you know they've got the they've got the best of best of us of me this season as far as uh, what they could say and what they said. Um, but yeah, man, you know that's fine. That's fine. You know that's how that's what's fun about this game. The competitive side of me is is all for that. You know, so I say, you know, it's it's cool. You know, I just know I'm gonna get my get my uh, get the last laugh is how I like to look at it. Speaking speaking about like uh, get back and stuff like that. You 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 had a. Uh, I believe a, a tweet, right? I don't know what you call it, tweet X, right? Talking about the quality of the um, the um, the bowl games. Do the you tweet think that the tweet the, was mm-hmm. bowl games suck used to mean something. It was viewed five over, almost six million times. It had over thirty thousand likes and cool. a lot of reaction to this. And I, I want to give you the opportunity to, yeah. to explain what you meant because I'll tell you what I don't disagree. They are hard to watch. Yeah, we live in an era now where 40 players transfer from a team. You don't even know who's playing. So do you think that maybe um, all the bowl games outside of playoff games, which is going to be, you know, eight teams next year, should be just eliminated? Should they get rid of the rest of the bowl games? Except the Pop-Tart one. That was hilarious. (laughs) 
um, I mean, I think I think we're at the point where you know that's definitely an option, Bart. As far as what is the you know what's fun to watch, you know, as far as I don't know how much you know what they make money off of with the revenue, I don't know, but but like for me personally, I was just you know sitting around watching during this holiday season a little bit and. And I didn't sit down long, you know, I turned it off. Um, I decided I was going to tweet, you know, I kind of should have thought through a little more. I, I got hit with some some backlash for that. Well, uh, there's, there's of course, you decided not to play in the bowl game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, you want to explain that one too? Just so, every, again, we get everything on the record then. Which is exactly why, you know, this dude, I guess he thought I would met two years ago. They, like, were used to mean something. No, I was talking about, like, like 10, 15 yeah. years ago, they used to be good. Like, that's Correct. why I didn't play in the bowl game is because they you know they they suck and um yeah yeah it's not it's not good you're watching you know like most of the time jv team not not the well let me not say that that's bad but you're not watching the team that played that season so it's a good experience for them but for the for the viewer it's like you know this yeah how about florida state right like <laughs> like florida state george like man what are we man come on man like what, what are we yeah doing? like well they never played none of these dudes ever played together before you know they 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 just. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It's like watching the Pro Bowl. It's it's unwatchable. It's like watching the Pro Bowl. It's like yeah, man, what are we the doing? games yesterday were awesome. You know, the games yesterday were great. But but um, but yeah, you know, it's just the bowl games are, are really bad. And, and and I don't blame any of the player. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just I was just kind of saying what it was. You know, it it is what it is. But I don't got the solution. I'm just saying that they they not fun to watch and and um, as a player if you are you know going to get drafted there's no real incentive to playing it you know it's yeah with this transport portal, portal man I'm trying to figure this all out I think DJ Ungalele is going to play for Florida State I'm like bro how many years of eligibility you got bro he was a, he was in uh what he was in Clemson for 2 years he was Oregon State Florida State like man like it's a, do you think like what's your opinion about the transfer portal and the fact that guys are – do you think some guys leave too early just because they don't want to face a lot of competition and they just leaving to leave because they didn't get their way? Uh, well, I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing as far as the transfer portal, but I just think that it, like, you know, it kind of drops the level of, of play as well, you know, just as far as the products that we get. But, like, but like, the rivalry game is the main thing that I get upset about because I feel like, you know, the rivalry games lost their edge a little bit. You know, these dudes don't really – even hate these teams. You're not mm-hmm. getting a fourth year senior that been there the whole four years and never beat whoever. Like you're not getting that no more. It's just we playing against we playing against Florida. We playing against Michigan. Like it's just, you know. It's not personal yeah, anymore. Didn't talk trash to you last yeah. year. You how much last year. how much of that though do you think is also the 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 Power Five is obviously now Power like this is the end of the Pac twelve, right? Like Washington is the is going to represent them, but then they're going to be a Big Ten team next year. So, like, how much of that, too, is factored into this, where you just have had – it's just not – and you're right. What what you said, by the way, is as much as people always want to jump on you about it, Garrett, I, college bowl season, and I'm an old man, when I was a teenager, when I was in my tw- – like, college bowl season was fun because it meant something because you knew what you were getting in the Rose Bowl you knew what you were getting in the Sugar Bowl like you knew the teams and the conferences playing against each other you kind of always had that there was a history a tradition all kinds of stuff to that now the college football playoff has certainly changed that and the expanded one will as well and just so you know they're expecting this expanded playoff I just looked it up it could make as much as 2.2 billion per year damn 
okay, for for all the colleges for for the sport. So we all know this is about money. But I do you feel like that's kind of where it's going away? The portal has has created now. I'm just going to go where I can play. And so you might see somebody that leaves Ohio State to play for Michigan, even though you're supposed to hate Michigan, right? But uh, if, I, if I can play, I'm going. Like, do you think it's maybe that? As far as as far as what makes uh, why we've teams? lost the specialness of rivalries in college football and this this like what you were just yeah, talking well, about. Well, yeah, I think the rivalries is just because you know you have guys that are you know they go to a different college year to year and they don't hate the team that the right. School is is uh you know rivaled with you know I I know that uh you know I grew up in Columbus I went to Ohio State and you know I actually didn't really like Michigan but like everyone at Ohio State kind of felt that way even if you wasn't from Ohio because because you had been there two three years by the time you was ready to play and you just had you know um, acquired that now it's just like you just got there in the off season you and when it's week twelve you're gonna play against Michigan but you didn't do all the stuff in the off season mm-hmm. the, you know, yep. when you were a freshman or when you were, you know, what, you know, none of that. You didn't lose three times to them when you didn't play at all, you know, because you transferred all if you didn't play. You feel me? So that's right. You no, know, it's just, uh, yeah. You know, how could you, how, how could you, how could you hate them? It's, it's not anyone's fault. I'm just, right. The, you know, the rivalries don't have the same juice to them. Like it's like almost the one and done guys. You know what I mean? In basketball, sometimes you, know, you can't build up that hatred. You 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 didn't lose anything to him. It was yeah, no but in hoops you still get in hoops you still get like a mixture though. You still get like a mixture, and you still get like if you went to Duke, and you're one and done. You you like you know you like you like Duke though. You probably don't like North Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hate North Carolina, right? Yeah, like you grew up watching the robbery, and that's probably how you chose Duke. Like now, I'm saying that you just going where the where the money at. For good reason, though. For good reason. I'm just saying, though. Well, no, always, like, always, always seems to go did, that way. Did, the amazing did, thing did, is, there's, yeah. there's forty, there's over forty of these bowl games. So that also is part of it too. It almost feels watered down. Like there's some matchups where you ask yourself, why the hell are these two teams playing each other? Like why are we doing this? But if they can sell out a building, if they can get it on TV, if they can get commercial, if they can get money, they're going to do this. And I think that's part of, again, the, the motivation that behind that tweet. So I don't think a lot of people disagreed with it. Well, speaking of your hatred, it's, it's how much would you throw up in your mouth a little bit odd if, way to Michigan, start a if, if, if Michigan wins a, a national championship? Ooh, good question. Um, I think it's fine. You know, I ain't going to fake it. I would be a little upset just because I would have to hear about, you know, their fans. <laughs> and I got a few people at – at the uh, Jets facility, that would definitely let me hear about it. But um, so, who are yeah. you rooting for? You rooting for your conference, or you rooting for? No, no, no. I got Washington. I got a few dogs on on Washington. I, some of my boys on Washington. I played against Phoenix all the time when he was at Indiana. He was mm-hmm. cold at Indiana too. You know, people just forgot. Honestly, that's one way when the portal worked because his his offensive coordinator went and got the job, and then said, "Come with me and play in this offense that you love." And it has worked out for both these guys. It was it just turned out to be a great success. Yeah, I mean, he was cold. at Indiana like three years ago. He was already cold. He just had a you know injury. Yeah, that ended up delaying the you know all the success he's having now. But it's good to see. But like Rome, so, we had agent. You know, I I I got Washington. Is Penix so, so, is so Penix perfect. to you a starter in the NFL? Do you think he's got that kind of future? Is he an NFL quarterback? Like no, starter? Oh yeah, he's he would be one of the but, he he's tough. He's gonna be good right away. He got died. You know how to do all that. He got, they he got it. They don't have him in the first round, so you know possibly Ooh. this is a guy like the, the mock drafts didn't have him in the first round. Maybe that changed yesterday. Have teammates in the first round? Nah, 
so if, so if he so if he so if he drops, you know, it's just a guy. You talk about personal relationships. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you know get get back in the second round and and, and, and be able to draft the quarterback. You know because you know what he can do, so you can speak to him personally. You're not gonna be there in the, in the second. <laughs> they thought that about Geno Smith too. Remember? Yeah, but he but he ain't get to go to a natty or nothing. This dude get to do it in front of everybody. He he's not he he not going in the second round. He cold and and he um already de- you know developed and he he cold. Older but, you too. know his concerns about the two knee injuries that he's had. Right, the two the two ACLs for the knees. Concerns about his health, long-term health, that way too, because you know, you know, when you're drafting a guy the first round, you expect to have him for 15 years. You know, it's in, in the hmm. second round. I don't know. 15, I mean, you getting if you get someone 15 years, you got a hall of you know you, you expecting to get a hall of famer in your first round, right? Yeah, yeah, quarterback. But, if you if you you draft him in the first round, 15, 15 for quarterbacks, 10 for you. Whether you know it or not, they expect to get 10 years of juice crazy. out of you, Jared. They want ten years of juice out of you, baby. Listen, I'll give you. I'll give you right now, Garrett, because Bart's not wrong. Well, so so again, looking at all the different projections, one has him second round, third round. One has him fourth round, and one is saying potential first round pick, but medicals will be big to see what it looks like. Get on the phone, Garrett. So you never know. Now again, you're right. He just went for four thirty in a semifinal, and he's now but, playing but in a natty Texas, in front of the world. Against, they don't say he went against Texas. Well, now, if he do it against Michigan, that's different. That's thing. what I'm saying. So, so that, that could change overnight for him. So we shall see. You know, Garrett. Though, I, I, before we go, I, you and I, you have told me you you follow the Knicks, that you watch the Knicks. And I know you're busy in your season, but I'm curious if you happen to see the trade they made, and if you have any insight, uh, any reaction to the Knicks getting OG Ananobi. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's cool. You know, I, I really didn't have that much of a reaction. I saw they traded, um, you know, RJ and, and quickly, you know, I, I like them boys. I'm sick about that, but I'm excited to see the, the new look, you know, Knicks. And I saw they won yesterday, right? They did. RJ gets to go home though. So he's going back to Canada where yeah, he can drink red stripe all day. He can drink red stripe all day. I'm going to a game here before I, uh, you know, get moving in the off season. So. You know, I'm gonna get out to a game and check it out. Cause can you try? Can you chime in on our question of the day? Yeah, DeAndre, DeAndre Murray or Donathan Mitchell? Because we think and Allen believes that this was a move. Wait, wait, to wait, wait. Who made Dejounte Murray from from the, uh, from the used Hawks? To be on the, from the Hawks. Yeah, he's been on the yeah. Spurs. So you have. I'm giving you three options of because this isn't a deal in isolation. It feels like this is leading to another another Bigger move, deal. right? So if and I'm this is all hypothetical, but guys that could be available in in the near future. One is Deontay Murray in Atlanta, who's in Atlanta now. Um, the other one is Donovan Mitchell, who's always been on the radar. And the third option is, nah, wait for a big name and be patient. And I'm saying, what option do you choose out of those three? Um, I like Donovan Mitchell, but but Brunson too good at being you know being with the ball, and he just you know runs it smoothly. They too they different. Uh, I like I like Brunson, so I would say wait on the two guard or three, if that's what we were talking about in the big star. Do you wait like wait down the road and see if somebody shakes out from that we don't know right now that could end up saying I want out of my situation, right? Like do that. Or we get lucky in the lottery. We're not. We're gonna make the playoffs. So. Yeah, I don't think the lottery is gonna be an option this year, but we shall see. What's All right, we got. Garrett, What's they record? No, they're 18, 18 and what are they? 18 and 
13, 18 and 14, something like that. They're in, like, you know, they're in the top they'll six finish, in the East. They'll finish four for fifth. Yeah, they, they, they should Deontay, be a playoff team. Murray is a, is a 6'5 guard, so that'll give you a bigger backcourt with Brunson, right? Mm. He's a guy that can play off the yeah, ball. I like Murray, actually. I do like Murray, though. I like him, but yeah, he's all he's defensive team. He's defender. 20. Yeah, yeah, I was about to still all a uh, good defensive player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he, yes. he was um all defense. He yeah. he made all defensive team. Led the league in steals one time as well, and all that stuff. Still averages twenty a game playing next to Trey. But it, it's like I said, interesting conversations, right? Between that and what wide receivers you're going to recruit this offseason. we got so much to talk about. But hey, you got another week the baby to play. Are cool man. You ain't got to lay him down. Yeah, what, what, you good? You just making sure everything's. They snapping. I know. I was just, just playing with it. <laughs> you walk around with the toothbrush with the gel in it. <laughs> Don't need to. Don't need to. <laughs> Trust me. When you get to this point, you got to start coloring it in as best you can. <laughs> Garrett, one more week to go, my man. And as you said. If anything, just end the season. Just beat this team. Like, I'm so sick and tired of this streak. Beat the Patriots. Go into the offseason feeling better about life and knowing that Aaron's on the other side and you got a, a third year under your belt coming that your back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons is, is of course, something to appreciate. But I know in the middle of the season you can't do it yet. But still, always great to catch up with you. We'll talk to you again next week. And bark ahead if you want to. Hey, yeah, do, do me a favor. When you're in warm-ups, I want you to run a real hard out route. Right by Bill Belichick and let him go through your hands and hit his ass in the face and tell him that's for Bart. Please stop. <laughs> he is not going to do that. Too classy. Anyways, all the best, Garrett. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all uh, have a good rest of the day, man. Take all care. Right, we'll talk. Hey, the Garrett Wilson Report brought to you by Corona. Hairs. I ain't got no baby hair. All I got is adult hair. <laughs> Corona. All my baby hair fell Official cerveza of the New York Jets. It's also brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Call Sansone Auto Mall at 1-800-SANSONE. Mention Bart Scott and you get a benefit. Exclusive employee pricing. You pay what they pay. What? Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.